At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is Finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. This is the Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSIN. Okay, it is the Lombardi Line. Welcome to week six of the NFL. We got it going on in London as we say good morning to you. I'm Patrick Maher live from the VSIN studios here at the South Point. We head out to the Borgata. Is my man there, Michael Lombardi? Hi, Michael. I'm always on time. I'm here. I'm ready to go. We got it. Loud and clear. How are you? Okay, Femi, you can go home now. (laughs) (laughs) I'm doing well. How are you? I'm great. I love Sunday football in London. The Dolphins, I saw it. Don't say a bad word to it. It was was on fire that first drive of the game. Throwing it. Darts. Throwing darts, Patrick. Five-yard darts, but he's throwing them. I was told it was his best drive as a Dolphin. Your thoughts? Well, I mean, he, you know, the, he did a really nice job. He got out of a couple pressures. I thought he did a really, really, it was effective. I'm not sure what Jacksonville is trying to accomplish on defense with their blitzes. Their blitzes run right into the coverage, and now he's got another completion. So, you know, he's on fire today. This, this could save the franchise, Patrick. You know, it's interesting. I, it got driven down. Circa was at two this morning. Now, I think, you know, Femi had three. Uh, on Miami, I think it drove back up to two and a half, three-ish, but that number kept it on coming down. It was three and a half on Thursday. The contest has it at three and a half, yeah. you know, and, and the one thing the contest always tries to do is tries to predict where they think the number is going to end up. If they think it's going down, they'll go with it. So, you know, he's played well, and, you know, they've got a little thing going. Now, 
the Jacksonville has moved the ball effortlessly on them. They had a critical drop in the first drive or else they were going to convert a third down. So this looks like both defenses are going to struggle a little bit here. I worry about Jacksonville's defense. I mean, I've said this all year. Joe Collins never coordinated a defense, and it looks like it today. It looks like he has no idea how to really disrupt. You can't let a rhythm passer get in rhythm. And that's what Tua is. He's a rhythm passer. You've got to force him to hold the ball and then make a decision. If he's got his first option open, he's going to throw it to him. And there's been no disruption. It's all about blitzes. And I think it's battleship football with Jacksonville's playing as they just blitz in the blitz without any real understanding of how to attack the protections. Okay, Miami up 7-3 as we get started here on a Sunday edition of the Lombardi Line. We'll keep you updated with the in-game betting as well. I'm just taking a look at the board and get some of the news and notes out of the way here, Michael. Most heavily bet games, you can see it right in front of you. Kansas City, Washington's got a ton written up right now. Open 6 Everybody's on every. Yeah, is that going to seven? Everybody's on everybody early in the week. Everybody was on Washington, and those numbers have just changed dramatically. It's it, it'll eventually. I think it's going to go to seven, Patrick. It is. A couple of books have hit seven. Most still six and a half. So again, if you're laying Kansas City, bet it now at six and a half. It looks like it is going to head to seven, as Mike Lee astutely pointed out. Michael astutely pointed out there. Green Bay, Chicago. That's the one we've kind of been, you know, four, four and a half ish on the opener with Green Bay at Chicago. Michael, it's now all the way up to six. Actually, yeah, I, mean, I got to cl- clarify, Circa just went to five. Was, Most books are still at six, though. Yeah, that was a light line. Now, we just saw, they did they just put Brissett in the game for a throw? Can yeah, you help sure me understand what is happening with the rotations already? I don't understand it. They just put Brissett <laughs> in the game for Welcome a throw. Back, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> Welcome back. Now they would put Brissett in the game. He made a throw, and now two is back in the game. They're driving again. And Jacksonville has no real answer. I mean, Jacksonville can't create a negative play, and their defense is just on wheels right now. And two is back there having a field day throwing flats again. There he goes. Throw them to the flat. You know, look, if you're not going to defend the flat against two, he's going to look incredible. He's going to look incredible. It is Sunday. Can you say something nice? There you go. There's a flat. You're right. Another flat. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, throws it right in the flat. All right. If you're going to do that, you got to disrupt the passing game if you're going to try to take this on. So we'll see. Uh, you know, for me, we were just talking about the. I, I, I thought that line. So let's go to Washington, Kansas City a little bit here. Okay. I know we got a couple things cooking on the stove here. Couple but things. I think the line, the line moving back towards Kansas City from six and a half is because Tyreek Hill was declared he's going to play today. I think that's always the concern if you're going to play Kansas City. If you were going to play Washington, you know, you don't want Tyreek Hill in the game. You, you would like to have him absent from the game. McLaurin's playing, Gibson's playing, so they're all playing. And I, and I think that's really certainly going to help. They picked up the flag, Patrick. Okay, they picked it up. Now, we'll, we'll get to that game, back to it in just a second. The news, as far as Cliff Kingsbury, he's out today in Cleveland, tested positive for COVID, Michael. This is a huge matchup. It's an undefeated Arizona team at Cleveland, open three. Cleveland's still sitting three. I got a book at three and a half. Remember, no Nick Chubb. And as I mentioned, Kingsbury, without the play calling, the impact there. Right, I think that's really going to be critical, right, is Kingsbury has run the offense. Now, he got the game plan in, but actually the calling and the implementation of the game. I think it's going to be, is Rodney Hudson's not playing? The center, he's out. Okay, so that's an injury. Where's Chandler Jones? Is Chandler Jones going to play? I don't think so. I think he is technically out. We We will know later on, you know, and so Max Williams, their tight end, is out for the season. So there's a lot of injuries, and there's a lot of situations going on with the Arizona Cardinals, that COVID is kind of running through their team, that I, I'm surprised this line hasn't ticked up even more. Okay, so you expect it. So it's It was three. two and a half. It was two and a half, and now it's up to three, and I think it's going to go to three and a half. 
Okay, the next one I'm looking at right now, and, and it's a big one. And uh, I, I can't believe it's a ton of bets coming in right now. The Rams at the Giants, you and I were discussing a little earlier this week. Oh, yeah. This number's driven all the way down to seven and a half. It, it opened nine and, and a it's half. Gonna, it's ticking back up to eight, but I, I do think it's going to stay right. I mean, look, I think it's a lot of points for a home dog. I mean, you know, nine and a half with the Rams coming back east coast. Uh, Daniel Jones is playing. Tony is going to play. I don't think the Giants are great on defense, but I think they can cover that nine and a half, and I could see it. I mean, this is one of my plays this week. I had it at nine and a half. Now it's down to eight. You know, I don't think I, I don't know if I would play it at eight. I actually don't think I would. I would play it. At, I liked it at nine and a half. I don't think I like it at eight. I don't think I like it anywhere near there because I do think the Rams will score. I think the one of the issues here is the fact that Giants defensively aren't as good as they were last year. But, you know, playing at home, there's a little bit of wind. It's a beautiful day back here on the East Coast. The Giants will move the football on the Rams' defense, which we know has some liability to it. A little shocked. Not shock is a stretch. But first off, Daniel Jones' health, we should be good to go, but he is banged up. The, the letdown in Dallas for the Giants coming off a win there is a little surprising. You see their record 1-4. and four, They're 2-3 and three ATS, and here comes the Rams. Uh, but again, Jones is this is their, their best season, player. though, Patrick. This is their season. I mean, they've got to rally here. If they don't win this game, I mean, it's they're, they're basically have eliminated themselves from any talk about a playoff, right? It's over with. They're 1-5. Oh. and five. You could forget about them. I mean, I'm, and I don't think they can win today, but the, I think their next game, I mean, every game they have moving forward is a challenge for them. I mean, let's see, next week they play, next week they though they play, they host Carolina. Maybe that's a winnable game for them. We shall see. Carolina's got Minnesota today. That line is moving towards Minnesota. But the Giants, to me, then they got the Chiefs. Then they play the Raiders at home before the bye. I mean, are they going to be at the best? If they don't win this game today at home, could they possibly have two wins going into the bye? That's about it. Their season's over. And we'll delve. This is a season. You can't come back one and five. No. You can't do that. No. No can do. You nailed no, it. No, it's a John Ho it's a John Oates thing. Where's his picture? We need his picture we'll up do, here. We'll just start putting Seriously. Stephen Bond up instead of we, we until yeah, we get I a mean, John Oates I mean, picture. Can I, we get John Oates? I don't Oates? understand why how it's I don't know why it's so hard to get John Oates. I mean, do we have <laughs> He'll probably we, send us a rights? picture if we asked him. I, mean, I, I bet we could get an autograph picture from John Oates. <laughs> I bet he would love to be part of the Lombardi line. <laughs> He's a man eater. No uh, can do. Uh, yeah, exactly. Last seventeen years, margin of victory. Remember, we're always talking three is the key number in betting. Games finish within a margin of three, close to 15% of the time. So I bring that up because right now you got a key number there. The Chargers at Baltimore, Herbert Jackson, open three with Baltimore laying it. It's now two and a half everywhere. So again, under that key yeah. number of three. I just say this to you, Charger, anybody betting the Chargers today, you better feel really good about your field goal. He's missed four extra points in a three-point game against the best player on the other side in Justin Tucker. I don't trust it. I love it at two and a half. I really do. Because I think if the Ravens win, it'll be a close game. And look, here's the reality. The Chargers cannot play run defense. They struggle to play run defense. It's hard for them. And I, and I think it's going to be a real challenge for them to slow down this, this, uh, the Chargers slowing down this Ravens attack. I think it's going to be very challenging. So, you know, the Ravens can run the ball. I think they'll make some plays. Now, the Ravens can't give up the big play. They've got to be able to take Keenan out of the game. They've got to double Mike Williams on the deep ball. He will be active today. We know that. So, you know, one thing about the Chargers, they played a doubleheader last week. They played 38 minutes almost. I mean, and now they got to fly back across the country to play another game against a very physical team. I think this is going to be a real challenge for them. The answer to the question, the worst team against the rush in the NFL this year is the Chargers.
They're giving up 157.6 per. It's weird because their front is, it's a little smaller, right? They're athletic, but they're not very big. They get pushed back a bit there. Plus, they play a lot of cover, too. They're playing a lot of two shells. So people are going to run the ball on you. When you're in a seven-man front, there's a gap short unless you two-gap it. So you can run the ball, and it's a little deceiving. But the one thing the Ravens can do, the one thing the Browns can do, is they can run the ball whether you're in a seven-man front or an eight-man front. The Browns are good at it, and so are the Ravens. They're able to get, because of Lamar's ability to move, they can distill an eight-man front. It's a little bit like what happened yesterday with your man Todd Grantham down at the University of Florida. You know, he's trying to play a gap-control defense, and he doesn't have it controlled horizontally or vertically, right? So when you're in a one-gap scheme and if you have one guy up the field and another guy isn't displaced to him, there's this huge gap in between it, and that's what was happening in that game yesterday. That's why LSU was able, go Tigers, was able to run like crazy against them. And so it's got to be coordinated on a horizontal and a vertical level, and they weren't able to do that. At what point, at any point in my life, was Todd Grantham my boy? Anywho, I don't know. I just threw him to you. Hey, I'll catch him. I'll potato. Him the, I tell you what, I'm going to give him to Stephen Bond. Until we get a John Oates pitcher, he's got Todd Grantham. Then I'll give it to him. So quickly, I mean, one of the things, I, I think Mike Palm said it best yesterday. I mean, watching Ed Orgeron go against Dan Mullen, and I'm going to give Bill, Bill Berman some credit here. They, they, Bill Berman and Mike Palm are both on the anti-Dan Mullen campaign, and I studied the game yesterday. I'm with them. I'm joining the groups. I mean, Dan Mullen, I don't, I don't understand it. You know, he's got this reputation for being a genius. Richardson's a first-round pick. He might be the first pick in the draft when he comes out. This is a unique talent, and he's rotating quarterbacks. And then the <laughs> one play they can't stop is the quarterback, all quarterback, all quarterback play actions. They couldn't stop him. He stopped running them. Oh, I digress. I'm <laughs> no, sorry. No, that's not a digress. You didn't digress. You're just fired up. And go Tigers. Ed lives go to Tigers. fight another day. How about that? We continue here on the Lombardi line. Just getting started. Got a field goal in London. We'll come back and update you. It's v the Sports Betting Network. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear. 
navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never seen before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, this idea of what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSEN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, football season is here. Win big. The king of sportsbooks, BetMGM. Just go to BetMGM.com or download the BetMGM app as we welcome you back again. Whatever your sport, whatever your style, you're going to love betting. At BetMGM, state-of-the-art technology. You've got to be 21 years or older if you have a gambling problem. Call 1-800-522-4700. We're in London. We're in Vegas. We're in Jersey. For the Lombardi line presented by BetMGM, it's Beeson, the Sports Betting Network. They added on a field goal there, Michael? Yep, they sure did. They Miami sure did. They added, added a field goal, goal, so it's 10-3 to 3 right now. Yep, Let second me. down. We got, yep, we got uh, second, and, second and I think they had a penalty on the first down call, so now they're in second and basically second and 18 so this this will be a this will be three plays and out it'll be interesting to see what happens after this week patrick with the jacksonville jaguars what happens with urban you know is there going to be more stuff coming from the last uh, the episode in cincinnati i wonder if he's going to go back with the team is he going to stay in london you think? <laughs> maybe he has an audience with the queen i haven't does, figured it out does, but just does DraftKings have any odds on that? Can we bet that? Maybe he's a big Churchill fan. Maybe take a tour. I don't know. No, I don't it, know. I'm just asking. I don't know. These are questions that people want to know. Is he going to come back with the team? Go I don't know. Catch a Man U game? Uh, maybe he stays in London <laughs> or he comes home. And right now he trails by 7. 13-24 to play in the second. Just quickly update you on the in-game number. Uh, Femi, you're ahead of the curve. He has the Dolphins laying three. The Dolphins are now up to five and a half. They're minus 280 on the money line. So we'll keep you updated there in London. This game's far from over. I mean, this is both teams now. Jacksonville might have to punt here because they've they've stalled out because they got a first down penalty on them. But 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 Miami can't put any pressure on our man on on him on him. He's got they got a punt here, but Miami can't put any pressure on them and so they're going to be able to throw the football and they're going to be able to stay in the game. They've got to get some stops defensively. And and I I've said from the beginning about Jacksonville's defense. I just think they're a poorly coordinated. They're trying to run Baltimore scheme. They don't have Baltimore's court they don't have Baltimore's coordinator or their corners and it's going to be a real problem. Okay, I want to get back if you don't mind I want to get to, to Packers Bears and just go a little more in depth on that game where LaFleur yeah. is 4 and 0 ATS against Chicago and a great rivalry. Just quickly wanted to give you cuz you're into this I'll give you the top five bets in the circuit contest just to give you an idea yeah. of where the betters and give the national audience here an idea where t- tournament players are going. They're laying three with the Browns. It's five favorites. They're laying four and a half with the Packers, which we're going to get to here. They're laying three and a half with the Cowboys. 
They're laying six and a half with the Chiefs, Michael, and they're laying one with the Vikings. So those are the top five plays in tournament play today. Yeah, I'm surprised the Giants weren't one of them at nine and a half. And I'm also, I think, the four and a half in the contest. I think Circa, that was a break. That was a real break. Excuse me. Bless you. In advance. That's my guy, man. I hate to see Excuse you sneezing. Excuse me, Patrick. I'm yep. sorry. Although it does feel I good apologize. to see Get it out, bro. Yeah, I, I, these allergies have just been atrocious back here on the East Coast. Anyway, I think the four and a half is a play. I think everybody had to play the four and a half of the contest because it's gone up to six. And when you get that variance, that's why I'm surprised the Giants weren't a more significant play at nine and a half, and now it's down to eight. You pick up that one and a half point, it's significant. So I think that's what you see. Now, if you go through the top plays in the contest, I think the last two weeks have been three and two. They, they're not automatically five and oh. So just hold on to that for a second. Okay, so the, the Packers, so they've ripped off four straight covers after getting embarrassed in week one, including last week in Cincinnati. I think there were five missed field goals in that game. They yeah. go to the Bears. Now, the Bears are kind of just, they're afraid of their own quarterback in fields. They're, they don't want him to beat them, but they're three and two straight up and ATS. So let's delve into this a little bit as the yeah. Packers head to Chicago. Again, most books, geez, this number's jumping. Uh, Circa has it five. We've got it six here. MGM's got it six. DraftKings, I believe, five and a half. So it, it just initially, let's jump into this. Lafleur's had a bunch of success against the Bears early. Nine and one in the last ten games, seven and three versus the spread. I think the biggest concern here for the Bears is where they're going to get their running game from. Montgomery's out. You know, they had to put Williams out. So Kendall, uh, I mean, they're basically they're, 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 uh, Khalil Herbert's their star running back today. They had to bring. Octavius Pierce up off the practice squad, and they've got Ryan now. I mean, they don't have a running back. So it's going to really put some pressure on Justin Fields. Can he move the football? And I think this is a critical game in game betting is if you're the Packers, you got to start ahead. you got to get ahead of them. You know, Akeem Hicks probably isn't going to play. He didn't practice all week. We don't know if he's inactive. So you can limit the inside pass rush. You can throw the ball on the Bears if you can protect. That's the key. Mack played last week like, like he was just possessed was really able to rush the passer. I think you've got to be able to, if you can secure Mac in the protections and you can throw the football, Rodgers will have a successful day. You know, if you're the Bears, I mean, how do you score 20, 24 points? You're going to need that to beat this team without a running game. Allen Robinson is going to play for the Bears, but do they have enough in the passing game? And can Fields actually run the passing game? I think that's going to be the real challenge. If you're backing the Bears, a couple of numbers to be afraid of here. The Packers are 17-5. and five. ATS their last 22 meetings in Chicago, which is wild. How about Aaron Rodgers? You think he feasts on the Bears? He's 21 and four straight up versus the Bears over his 17-year career. He eats them up. He eats them up, and and what the Miami's eating up this Jacksonville defense. I mean, this Jacksonville defense is really, really no Miles bad. Jack. I mean, I, no Miles Jack. Well, I get that. I get that, but still, they can't. They they're just not coordinated. They're not able to 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 stop anything. They, they, they can do, you know, they're just guessing. They play, ba this is truly the definition of battleship football when you're watching Jacksonville play defense. There's <laughs> what no you, rhyme or reason to what they do. Well, you know, when you play battleship, you just would sit there and you're, you know, your opponent, like if Dominic's playing battleship with me and he's got, I would say K5, he would say peaky miss. And then I would say G3. Okay, that's a hit. Okay, I'll try G4. There's no rhyme or reason to what you're doing. It's all just random. That's how the Jacksonville calls their defense. It's like random. I mean, look, you got to make Miami. You've got to stop their run game, and you've got to stop their short passing game. If, not, if you don't do those things and you don't make Tua throw the ball outside the numbers and down the field, he's going to be able to throw flats and de-slants and curls and all those things all day long, especially if you don't, if you don't disrupt their passing game.
Well, as you keep on reiterating, uh, didn't Urban hire a defensive coordinator with no defensive coordinating experience? It, it was who's a D-line coach? Yeah. Who's a D-line coach? I mean, so, you know, so that, that that's a real issue. No, the one thing I would say, just back to the Bears quickly, this Fields thing is going to catch up with them. Last week, they, they ran the ball on 14 of their last 18 plays in high leverage spots where they needed a first down, and they were settling for field goals because they were afraid of Fields to throw the ball against Vegas down the road here. And, I mean, look, the Packers' secondary is, you know, no Jari Alexander. I mean, they're not exactly – but, but again – the Bears know if they have to throw the ball, if they are in a situation where they have to throw the ball, it's going to be very challenging on them for he's not going to make a mistake. And I think that's the way the Bears are playing it. I thought last week was one of the best games Matt Nagy ever did. He ran the ball over 35 times. He kind of played complimentary football with the game. And he gave himself a chance because he knew the Raiders, the way their offense was not being able to protect the quarterback, they weren't going to score a lot of points. That's going to be a different story in this game. Rodgers will put points on the board. He will make some plays. There's no doubt. So a couple of things. One, and this gives the audience an idea because a lot of people are involved in survivor plays. Uh, do you know the team that is bet in more than 50% over at Circa and more than 50% of the survivor plays? Do you know the team that's getting bet crazy? I would say the Colts. You nailed it. The, the Colts, uh, more than half the field are on the Colts in the Survivor Contest, and the numbers going that way as well, Michael. Houston at Indy today. Indy coming off the crushing loss on Monday. Nine and a half opener. I'm seeing 11s. We got 10 and a half yeah. as our official number, but you see a bunch of 11s right there in front of you. I think everybody felt like the way the Colts lost last week, they would come and be depressed and, and be, uh, you know, a little like, the, you know, not able to. I think they'll bounce back. And then Tunsil, the left tackle for the Houston Texans, isn't playing right. today. Well, if, you don't, if you're a defensive front that needs to rely on pressure and the left tackle of the opponent team isn't playing and you're playing at home, you better be able to rush Davis Mills. You better be able to put some pressure on him. This is a very challenging game. This is a game where the Colts' defensive front has to win the game. They've got to play better. And, you know, we get all this talk about how great Eberflus is as a defensive coordinator and all this. He's got to be able to play, and they can get away with it today. And then uh, conversely, you know, you're playing against the Houston defense, which is not very big. You know, they're going to be in a seven-man front. They want to play Tampa. You should be able to run the ball on this Lovey Smith defense. You should be able to get some plays and some easy throws. And if Wentz doesn't turn this ball over, this should be an easy game for the Colts to win. I could see why people played it in the contest. To me, the contest, as we talked about every Thursday with them all, was either Kansas City or Indianapolis. Yep, difference in winning in ATS, though. Good, good stat by Stephen Bond here. The road team, Texans, Colts. 12-3-2 ATS their last 17. By the way, the under is 5-1 the last six meetings between these two with Houston. So sitting 1-4, not where Reich and Indy expected to be. They, they can get back in it. They, they, they get starts today. It starts today. You got to win it. I mean, look, you're going to play Houston another time. You're going to play Jacksonville. You know, Tennessee's no lock. I mean, Tennessee, I'm surprised they're just a six-point dog to Buffalo at home. Tennessee's defense is bad. I mean, it wasn't as bad as last year, but they're not great. you got a chance here. I mean, you're not out of this yet. you just got to string some things together. Look, I always felt like if you were 4-3, and three, you know, at, at the turning point just before the eighth game, you had a chance to get going. I, I, if they can get this to 3-4, to and 4-4 four, four and four after the first eight, they got a chance to get back in it. Monday Night Football, Buffalo, Tennessee. Michael nailed it. It's sitting six. I got a couple of five-and-a-halfs on the board, which is even more surprising with Buffalo laying it. At Tennessee, we'll get to that game more in depth coming up in just a bit. Michael, in London right now, 10.33 to play the Dolphins. 
up 10 to 3 on your Jacksonville Jaguars. Herb's your boy. When we come back, both of our boys, uh, Will Hill's going to join us right here on a Sunday edition of the Lombardi Line. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Listening to the Lombardi Line on VSEN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, Breeders' Cup coming up first weekend in November, and First Bet's going to hook you up. They want you to get cash ready to go for the Breeders' Cup. The grand prize winner is going to have $1,000 deposited into her account before Friday, November 5th, just in time for the Breeders' Cup. For all the details, just go to vsin.com slash horses for your chance to win. Plenty of runner-up prizes as well. vcin.com slash horses terms and conditions apply. Again, express bet vcin.com slash horses. As we welcome you back here on a Lombardi line on a Sunday. Michael, just before we bring Will in, a quick update on the game. You saw that batted down ball, 10-3 right now. Uh, Miami leads Jacksonville in London. Yeah, no, you know, that Jacksonville can't stop. The, they can't start a drive with making mistakes. They need to be able to have positive yards on first down, and they need to be able to keep going, and they have penalties that just keep eliminating themselves and putting themselves in second and 22, second and 12s, and that's just not what they're going to get done. And, you know, they've got to be able to have some rhythm to what they're trying to do. This is a huge drive here in the game right now because they've got an opportunity to, you know, Miami's got an opportunity with really good field position, and they've controlled the vertical field position so far in the game that they need to do that here. They need to be able to get off the field here. Jacksonville, this is a tough, this, is, this could shift the game. Now, remember, Miami got the ball to start, so we're getting close to the middle eight here. We need to figure this out. This is going to be a huge play for the Jacksonville defense here. They need to come up with a stop. Okay, live in game seven and a half. The Dolphins are laying at 47 and a half the total. William Hill, of course, point spread weekly, joins us now. Hi, Will. How are you? What's going on, Patrick? I'm good. Uh, played the Jaguars plus three and a half in the contest. Thought I got the best of the number here. He closed it. Picked some places I saw this morning, but uh, not looking good. Like Lombardi says, really need a stop here if you're the Jaguars. And it looks like, well, that ball's incomplete. But uh, at least hold him to a field goal here. Down 17 to three. This is not going to go well here for the Jags. Yeah, you definitely got the best of it because it got down. I saw circle lay two. Uh, you got three and a half. We shall see, as Michael said, plenty of time to go here. Let's start a little differently here. Let's start tonight. Seattle, Geno Smith at Pittsburgh. I know you like Pittsburgh. Open three and a half. It's been bet up to five. Yeah. Okay, let's go ahead and pull hey, Will down here. Seahawks for a in the Super Bowl. This has really not been the same team. Go ahead and pull Will down for a second. We'll get his connection squared away. Let's go to that game, Michael. Seattle, Geno Smith. He hasn't started in years, and here he goes to Pittsburgh with Pittsburgh laying five. Well, I think this, Patrick, I think this is going to be – we're going to find out how valuable Russell Wilson is, right? I mean, the, this, this Seattle team – and someone's going to have to tell me why Jamal Adams is one of the highest-paid players in all of football. I, I don't see the value that he brings to the team in terms of be, being able to play great defense. You know, again, another flat route over there in the flat, and they get a first down. I mean, as long as they keep letting Tua throw flats, you know, he's just going to keep making making these decisions. But anyway, let's go back to Seattle. Seattle's defense is on the field 36 minutes pretty much almost every game. And, again, they don't control him in the pocket, you know, and he gives away, he throws the ball away. He could have run for the first down, he throws it away. Anyway, they don't control they, – they, they, they play 36 minutes of defense with Russell Wilson, with Russell Wilson. Now what's going to happen if this defense has to, without Russell Wilson, how are they going to respond? How do they play great defense? They don't really handle it very well. So it's going to be a real issue to me. I think we'll find out how great of a player 
that Russell Wilson is when we watch the Seattle defense without him. And I think Geno, you know, look, he came in, he played well, but without Chris Carson, it's Alex Collins. Are they going to be able to block this front? Are they going to be able to not turn the ball over? This is a, this, you're walking into a lion's den here at Pittsburgh on Sunday night. I think it's a hard game for Seattle. Okay, Will, you're laying the five with the Steelers. What do you got for me? I just think the Seahawks, it's been the same story the last few years, ever since, you know, Lombardi and you guys with the Patriots beat him in the Super Bowl. This is a bottom five roster that's being propped up by a top five quarterback. That top five quarterback's not there tonight. I know Geno looked good in limited duty last week, but I think the Pittsburgh pass rush will be able to get after him, uh, really control the ball, time of possession. You know, I'm no Roethlisberger fan. I'm no Steelers fan, but uh, I, this is a game they should win. If this isn't a game they win, win comfortably, this is like a three or four win team. I'm not ready to go there yet with Pittsburgh. I think they win this game tonight. Okay. We talk about specialization. Will gets locked in on teams. This is what I know from knowing Will. And he gets into teams that are weird, like the Lions. And he'll focus on the Lions. And he'll continuously bet these games. He's not going to bet the Lions today catching three and a half with Cincinnati in town. But you are going to go on that under 45. Concern a lot by reading these coaches, their press conferences, their quotes. Campbell had a quote uh, last week after the game that I really thought was interesting. They asked him about golf's turnovers. He said, we really need to get them under control. We need to change our game plan to eliminate them. To me, that means running the ball, second down, being conservative. I like the under here. Uh, both these teams play at a really slow pace to begin with. To me, this is going to be a conservative game plan. And for them, we'll go under here. He's going to go under yeah. with the Lions and Bengals there. Michael. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting call there. I mean, Mixon, I mean, Perrine's hurt. So the running back situation for Cincinnati, I think Cincinnati's got to do a good job of protecting Burrow. I don't know how Burrow's going to be able to make calls in a dome with the ability without having really a command of his voice and get him into the right play and do some things. Tua just converted a huge third and 10. They got no pressure on him whatsoever, and he threw an in-cut, and it was able to get there. I mean, I, I, I'm just telling you, I watch Jacksonville on defense. I have no idea. It's just painful to watch. It's painful. <laughs> you're visibly getting frustrated as this game progresses because well, there's no, there's no. What do we do all week? There's a game plan. You know, there's a game plan. You've got to address the game plan. You know, you've got to understand you knew Tool was going to play. You've got to be able to take away what he does. And if you don't do that, he's going to be able to make these short throws. I mean, you know, he's he's had like 18 completions. He's got like 100 yards. I mean, that that's that's he's not going to throw it down the field and beat you. Second and goal for Miami and two at 10-3, 640 to play in London. Let's go back to Will. And remember, the Lions do play hard. I just want to make sure I say that. Got to mention it. Every time yeah. you talk about the Lions, it has to be mentioned that they play hard. They do. Like they, do. They, they do. They they play hard. And right? they have great pad level. And they're and you know Spielman's got them going on pad level, so it's a great thing going. Oh, pad level, good way to start the show. Yeah. Uh, Green Bay, Chicago, you're going to lay it with Green Bay here, Will. Yeah, not to oversimplify things, but sometimes you don't want to overthink things either. To me, Rodgers versus Fields, less than a touchdown. This is Green Bay. I uh, just don't know how Chicago keeps up. I mean, if you're Green Bay, I think they're going to get to 27, 28, maybe 30 points. I just don't know that the Bears can hold serve and, you know, keep up offensively. You know, the Fields got a couple of wins. One of them's against the Lions, where the Lions, you know, had first and goal four times. and came away with no points. The other one was last week, a weird Raiders game where Fields didn't do a lot. I just don't feel, trust Fields to match Rodgers here. I'm going to lay the six here. I think it's cheap with uh, with Green Bay. I know it's public and kind of square, but uh, sometimes the public does win. I like Green Bay here. Yeah, it goal. is public, but I, I do throw, he convert. He doesn't convert through the through, of course through the angle route and it got incomplete. They'd actually had some pressure on him this time. Uh, you know, I, I think this. I think Will's exactly right. I think the pace of the game. How do they keep pace? You know, if they can they win this 17-14, I think it's hard to hold Rodgers to 17-14 game, especially a team that he knows well. He's played against them. He knows their personnel. 
Uh, I would be surprised. He plays well there. They're nine and one over the last ten games against the Bears team. Seven and three against the spread. You know, I, I think Will's right. I think you play this to six and a half. If it gets to seven, then I think you th think about going towards Chicago. Monster matchup: Herbert Jackson Chargers Ravens in field Baltimore. Goal. Will a field goal? So it's thirteen to three. Miami leads. Five thirty-eight to play in the second. Will you're going to lay the two and a half? That's off the three. Yeah, that's a, a big win for the Jaguars by there to hang in this game. It, hate, uh, it pains me to do this. I love Herbert. I love Staley. I mean, a guy who goes for it every fourth down. I mean, he is a, a man after my heart. <laughs> but this is a tough matchup. The, the Chargers have been really bad against the run. The Ravens will be able to gash them on the ground. Uh, major kicking advantage. I mean, the Charger kicker doesn't belong in the league. The, the, the Ravens basically have the best player in football at his position in terms of Tucker, who just can hit one basically from the parking lot if this game comes down to a field goal. Uh, home field in favor of the Ravens. I just think there's some fourth down regression coming with the Chargers. You, you can't get every single one of these, and they've got just about, I think, every literally every single fourth down attempt. They're 100% on the year. Uh, not sustainable. I think this is a flat spot a little bit for the Chargers. I will lay it with the Ravens, but I will be cashing my Coach of the Year ticket later on for uh, for Staley, who is the Coach of the Year and should be the Coach of the Year. Thank you very much. And Nothing like patting yourself on the back on a good Not, Sunday morning. No, Congratulations, no, Will. Of you know, nothing like a <laughs> good pat yourself, on the back. Bro. I mean, you know. Why are they I mean, making me wait? Why, why make me wait? Give uh, me I mean, the money right now. I mean, Let's you go. Know, I mean, look, I'm sure you probably got the Sark ticket in college football, too, that he's the Coach of the Year, too, because Pro Football Focus says that, too. I'm sure you got that ticket, too. Right, Patrick? Nobody's safe here. Nobody's safe. By the way, Nobody's there's safe. some rumors that Will texted Brandon State. Uh, Staley last night, you awake? <laughs> he was up. <laughs> he just, he's so into these dudes that don't punt. Uh, okay, so again, Steelers, Ravens, Packers, and you're going to go under Lions, Will. You got it, and I am doing the Ravens and the Chargers for the green zone, 1 o'clock Eastern, 10 o'clock Pacific. I know Patrick will be watching. I know Lombardi will be watching. Everybody should be watching. It, it's fun. We make you money. It's 20 straight hours of literally the show goes forever, and it's the best show. It's, I love it. It's, it's the green zone with Dave, of course, Wes, and Will. Will, thank you, buddy. Appreciate you. Thanks, Will. Appreciate you. Com slash subscribe. See you guys. Let's go Jaguars. Let's get a touchdown here. <laughs> okay, there it is. Uh, do you think? Do you think? I mean, Patrick, do you even think that Urban's thinking about the middle eight? He's got five thirty-eight to go. Does he feel like I get the ball to start the half? If I can get this thirteen to to ten to go in at halftime, and then don't let them have a two-minute drive. I mean, I really haven't stopped them the whole game. I've forced one punt, and you know, so like, do I really? Do I think I could do? I mean, if I'm Urban, I'm saying, okay, Bevel, here's where we're going to start off. Let's go. Let's go really slow. Let's get a first down. Let's take our time to get a first down. Let's get this to about 2.30, and then we'll get going. My guess is Urban's thinking about Tinder. When we come back, and you say no one's safe. Oh, my it gosh. Was, it was too and easy. You accuse right. And you Red accuse Bull. me. And you accuse me. When we come back, we'll, we'll get Josh in with a market update here. <laughs> At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts 
of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose Podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, this idea of what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSEN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, Brent, you can sign up today. Bet MGM, enjoy the thrill of victory on your very first bet. King of Sportsbooks welcomes you to Showtime. So again, VSEN 200, 10 bucks to win 200 for new betters at Bet MGM. If you're a new better and somebody scores a touchdown today, use the bonus code VSEN 200, VSIN 200. You're going to win 200 bucks. It's that easy. You're going to win the cash. So just check it out. Eligibility restrictions apply. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. You got a gambling problem. It's 1-800-GAMBLER. Uh, I kid you not, before we bring in Josh, so it's a bunch of action in here. Femi's still here. Uh, we got the whole crew, and we're watching. Robinson rips off a big run for Jacksonville, Michael. What was it? Offensive face mask. I mean, it was like literally the best. And now they just got an illegal substitution. I'm like, who's coaching this team? Like, seriously. Like, there's no attention to detail. Like, I mean, you know, it's like if you're a Jaguar fan, I mean, this you supposedly have one of the great coaches in college football, and you get stupid penalties like this. I mean, it's just really uncalled for. You know, I mean, illegal substance. Now we're first and 15 again. I mean, it's hard. And then they're going fast, too, Patrick. Like, they're going fast. Like, they should have run that. Now they got an incomplete pass here, you know, and that stops the clock. I mean, that should have been a run there. You got to run it there to get that clock. You want to go to the two-minute warning. You want to be able to get into halftime. You don't want to be able to, you know, now he's running for his life. We're at second and 15. We're going to throw the ball again. I mean, this is just this is just no awareness to the situation of the game. You got to run it there. 
you know, second, first and 15, okay, so we'll get three yards. Who cares? The clock. I want to go take it to the two-minute warning, see what Flores is going to do. I don't want him to have the ball back. I haven't stopped him all game. I'm getting a sinking suspicion you're not a huge fan of the start of the tenure there with Urban Meyer in Jacksonville. Just a sinking I suspicion. Mean, everything I've seen him do from the time, you know, from the fact that he, you know, what he, who he hired as his strength coach to, you know, is this another incomplete pass? Of course it is. <laughs> Dude, you're course you're is. wild. Dolphins up 13-3 to right now and 233 to play. Second and 15 is incomplete. It's going to be third and 15 Right around midfield. 220 to go. 220 to go in the half. 220 to go in the half. Sure. Let's just give them enough time. Let's just give them enough time to come back down the field. Let's give them enough time. No problem here. Let, actually, Brian, would you like to have more time? Because we'll throw another incomplete here for you. <laughs> Quite benevolent of the Jags and Urban Meyer. We welcome in our buddy with a market update here, Josh Applebaum. Of course, Market Insights is the <laughs> Josh, how are you, buddy? Good morning, guys. Great to be with you. And guys, a couple themes looking at today. So far in the NFL season, going into week six today, dogs. You know, dogs uh, on the year, 46 and 35 ATS, 57% against the spread. But really two edges with dogs that have been pretty notable here are road dogs. Number one, public kind of overvaluing that home field advantage. Road dogs, 30 and 19 against the spread, 61%. Also, conference dogs, you look at that uh, familiarity leading to kind of like that divisional dog angle, but if you're in the same conference, dogs 36 and 21 against the spread, 63%. But the board that we're showing right now at VEASAN, guys, this has been the number one edge. Short road dogs plus six or less. They're 22 and eight against the spread this year. Uh, you're cashing that, you know, almost an 80% clip, 70% clip. And the matches today would be uh, Raiders, Cards, Seahawks, and the Chargers. Now, the Seahawks and the Raiders, these are interesting spots because you have all the turmoil swirling around the Raiders, but actually that's a pretty inflated line. A lot of those books open minus three Vegas, and that line now is all or minus three Denver. The line is now all the way up to five at this point. Same thing with Geno Smith, uh, you know, coming in here for Russell Wilson, going to the Steelers. That was a look at of if Wilson was healthy, minus two and a half Seahawks on the road. Now it's all the way plus five. But guys, in particular, a couple dogs today, uh, the Chargers. This is a spot where it looks kind of both pro and Joe, uh, you know, leaning here toward the Chargers, not out thinking it too much. A lot of these books open with Baltimore listed as a three and a half point favorite at home. Immediately when that dropped, you had some money hit the Chargers getting the hook plus three and a half, bring it down to three. And now it's down to two and a half. We are seeing it creep back up a little bit. You know, so if you can find a plus three, I think if you shop around, you can get it. If you can't, Chargers plus two and a half are in a teaser spot because if you take that two and a half up to eight and a half, go through the three, go through the seven. If you look at short road dogs plus three or less, they're 11 and three against the spread this year, 79%. And those road teams that see the line either stay the same or move in their favor, 34 and 24 against the spread, 59%. We look at Herbert, six and three ATS in his young career as a dog. That'll be a short week advantage there also with Baltimore playing uh, on Monday night. And then just one note when looking at uh, Arizona today, guys, um, they're at Cleveland. And what we've seen here, obviously, Kingsbury's not going to coach. Chandler Jones is out. Nick Chubb is out. A lot of injuries here. Make sure you, you know, keep track of these injury reports. What's interesting about that one, that was minus three pretty much all week with Cleveland. At one point, it got down to two and a half. It's now creeping back to three, and it may get to three and a half. Uh, but one interesting stat from our buddy John Ewing at BetMGM, when you're an undefeated team, and it's uh, since 2003 in week six or later, if you're a dog getting points as an undefeated team later in the year, 13 and six against the spread uh, that would match there with Arizona. And then really the, the play today, guys, that really caught my eye was the Minnesota Vikings. This isn't a dog play, but it's a really sharp dog to favorite line move. Minnesota is only getting 54% of bets at BetMGM, you know, pretty much right down the middle, but it accounts for 83% of the money. So these bigger wagers look to be uh, leaning here on the Vikings. They went from a plus one and a half dog all the way to a minus two and a half favorite. Uh, and again, these line moves to 
uh, road teams uh, are 59% ATS so far this year. Craig Rolstad also pretty good road rep, 59%. And if you're looking for a top contrarian play, guys, a lot of late movement to the Patriots here. Everybody's betting the Dallas Cowboys. They've covered every game. They they could have been undefeated if they you know beat Brady in that Week One opener. But a lot of these early lines were you know Dallas minus two, one and a half, kind of opened at around three and a half, got up to minus four and a half. Over the last 24, 48 hours, guys, there's been a lot of Patriots money flooding in here. Uh, that four and a half is now all the way down to three and a half. I'm not sure if it'll get down to three, but that's a lot of buyback on New England here. And you're also looking at uh, betting against a good ATS team and buying low on a bad ATS team. That's always kind of a buy low spot. Brad Allen, home ref, 55% ATS this year. Okay, Josh, great stuff. I just want to see, can we get a medic at the Borgata? Because while you were talking, what you said came to fruition. They gave him an extra timeout, threw the ball on third down ahead of the two-minute warning. Uh, Michael, go ahead and rant. I mean, it's the guy's making $10 million a year. You're running a multi-billion dollar corporation, right? You're running a multi-billion dollar corporation, right? And this is what you get. This is why Bill Walsh Austin used to say, no disrespect here now, that they're just glorified gym teachers. Like, seriously. Like, I don't mean to, to, to hurt any gym teacher in the United States, but when you're making $10 London. million a year, you got to – or London. you got to think this thing through. They just basically gave away. I mean, I just tweeted out, who wants to bet that the Dolphins don't score here? I mean, this will be 20-3 to 3 at the half. Watch. And everybody will say, what happened? What happened? How'd that happen? Nobody will mention the middle eight. Nobody will mention them. I heard it yesterday, Friday night. I heard uh, Mike Golick Jr. mention the middle eight. No quote, no, no, no reference to me, the book. Of, that's okay, Mike, no big deal. But anyway, you know, like seriously, like they're just going to get away with this. They just get away with it. Like we as a betting network, I mean, this is going to, if you took the Jags in this situation, you know, Brian Flores will come out and probably, he's got like, what are we at, the two-minute warning? I mean, it's really bad. No one's really safe. I, welcome, I, to the, welcome to the party, Golick family. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's got ran over by a London bus. Um, <laughs> uh, but you're right. And I mean, I credit him. I, I tweeted to him. I said, thank you for mentioning the middle eight. You know, I tweeted to him. Of course, I'm not big enough for Mike Golick Jr. to come back and talk to me, but that's okay. I'm, I'm good with that. <laughs> Maybe his dad will reply. Um, okay, let's start with one that, my, that uh, Josh pointed out that I want to get your thoughts on. Of course, the IR for McCaffrey, Minnesota at Carolina. As Josh astutely pointed out, Minnesota's up to two and a half here, Michael, in Carolina. Uh, well, I think this is a hard game for Minnesota. I think Minnesota's going to have a hard time blocking them. I mean, Kirk Cousins hasn't played well the last two weeks. I mean, he scored seven points against the Browns. He scored 19 points against the, against the Lions and barely won the game. When he gets pressure, especially against a team that can pressure, and we know Carolina can pressure with great ability. I mean, they can really get after it. And so, you know, I just think it's going to be hard. I think Sam Darnold, I think this is a reflection of Sam Darnold, nobody really wanting to bet Sam Darnold. And so, you know, I, I think that's the other issue. And, but I do think this sets up really well for, for Carolina. I really do. I think Carolina is going to practice well. They've had good weeks. I mean, they're going to come out. Minnesota, can, if they can protect, Darnold will make some plays. I, I, I think this line's reflective of McCaffrey, but I'm not sure they need McCaffrey to be able to. I think their defense can make some plays. Okay, Josh, key numbers. Seven, of course. Will we see a seven? One book offshore went to seven in Washington with Kansas City, but as you see, Josh, mostly six and a halfs here. 
Yeah, that's an interesting one here. Obviously, we know with the Chiefs uh, having issues here defensively. That's been their big, uh, you know, Achilles heel so far this year. But guys, this is one of the most lopsided games of the day. You're getting almost eight, nine out of ten bets here, laying it with the Chiefs, uh, and really kind of, you know, kind of betting against Washington here. This is a team that we thought going into the year would have a really stellar defense, and they're giving up, you know, 30 points a game. So kind of that recipe of a Chiefs team who's maybe underperformed. Tyree Kill is now in the lineup. You add that all together, everyone's betting the Chiefs, guys. But it does look like there could be some liability here on Washington because a lot of these books, you know, the openers were, you know, six, six and a half. At one point, it did tick up to seven. You had a lot of buyback here on Washington plus seven with that line, you know, ticking back to six and a half. So if, if everyone's betting the Chiefs and you're saying, hey, I can get under the key number seven, they can just win by seven and I cover, you know, why are the books hanging out that minus six and a half? It looks like an obvious play here to lay it with Mahomes on the road, but always be wary. Someone told me of, you know, laying a, a big popular play with a big heavily bet favorite on the road. That can be a disaster sometimes. You know, you may win here or there, but long-term, that can be a dangerous situation. So a little bit of buyback here, you know, coming in on the football team. One system that you do like this year, dogs off a loss, guys. Buying low on dogs off a loss, 23-16 and 16 against the spread this year, 59% ATS. And raise a pint, Michael Lombardi. Miami punted. <laughs> raise a pint. Does it, it doesn't dismiss the incompetence. It does not. Just because you get away with it doesn't make you right. We continue. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here and this season takes it to a whole new level old school legends modern power players and ex-lovers are all competing in cape town south africa for the prize of three hundred thousand dollars and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast listen to mtv's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts the Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to to start listening.